1: Snowbeans out Welcome to episode three of Ebony and Irony. I'm Lady Bunny and...
0: I am Monica Exchange.
1: <laughs> How are you, Monica?
0: I'm good, Bunny. How are you doing?
1: Oh, you know me, still sexy. <laughs> 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 What's funny? I don't re- hear I didn't hear a joke.
0: You know me, still gassy. <laughs> You know, there's someone um, posted. I think it was um, Ari Kiki um, Marty Baloveras, and he posted online. He was like, "Tell me a New York City nightlife you have. Um, tell me a New York City nightlife memory you have that um, that lives in your mind, when free. It's like a big TikTok trend." this thing anyway and um going through the going through all the posts like almost like 300 posts right now is just so funny and interesting like the all of crazy things that happened in new York in my life but did you ever go to saliva tuesdays at the ritz was that somewhere you ever went to
1: i've never been to the ritz what i've enjoyed their crackers
0: though <laughs> wait you've never done a gig at the ritz club
1: my schedule was always getting on a plane and going to two or three cities every weekend, and so mm-hmm. when you get back, you know you're gone Thursday through Monday or whatever. Yeah, you're not really you're missing the weekend events, and you know I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I, you know I'm I, I, you when you work in clubs, you don't run out to clubs. Right. Your days off. You this know? is
0: true, yeah. But they, you, you know this going on towards some of these girls. They stay up in the club. We get done uh, doing a gig at, like, at, a, at a theater at like 11 p.m., 12 p.m., and they are in the club by one and making their way to the bus by four or five. I'm like, how do y'all have the energy? I, I may need to change my vitamins or something because I can't keep up with that kind of lifestyle.
1: Well, do you know the difference between those girls and me? What? About 30, 40 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> namely shangela every city you go to shangela is in the club every city shangela's not on the bus uh, like everybody else like decompressing taking an edibles or the tangela's like all right y'all hallelujah let's now come on y'all let's just go over to the um to, to southern nights nice orlando honey hallelujah and, and you know and you know we, we, we gonna make the bus take us the bus driver's like i'm not taking y'all I'm like well honey somebody gotta drive the bus to the club. she shangela is wild on tour i can't keep up
1: Thorgy <laughs> loves to go out, too. She would always be the rabble rouser on those Peter and Murray. Cheers. Oh, yeah.
0: Thorgy like to go out. <laughs> I, used, I used to, anytime Thorgy, because Thorgy is a little crazy, a little neurotic, and like Thorgy's painting, and like while she's painting, you, you just you just go to a dressing room. You're like, oh girl. She's like, but, wait. she's like, Monet, please don't do that. And she's like drinking her wine, and she is such a crazy, nutty little thing. I really like Thorgy
1: well, a lot. I... Don't exactly think it's crazy to see you in a dressing room and not enjoy it. So <laughs> Bunny
0: went on the Peter Murray's role when I left to do Madonna, you were there. What did you think? Were you like this shady little fucking bitch? Or were you like good for her? Um,
1: you know, I would hear all different sides from it, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's I didn't know what to think, but yeah. um yeah, I mean, I guess if I were being dishy, I would say, were you featured in the Madonna no. video? Was was it worth it? So I, I don't know. I don't know. No.
0: But you know what? It, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, because I, I don't know if I tell you this, but they were like, like the, the fucking director of the video called me, the executive producer called me, they were like, hey, Madonna like handpicked you. She's like obsessed with you. She really wants you to do this. Please, 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 please. And I was like. Oh, God. And they were like, she like looked up all the queens, and she saw you, literally telling me all the right things. And I was like, well, if Madonna saw my picture and she loves my work, then I got to go. Girl, you know what it is. It was on set for 16 hours to, to literally do 1.29 seconds.
1: And did you? Maybe the director told that to everyone oh, in the cast. Oh, of
0: course he did. He said he probably said that to all the queens or whoever else. That was complete bullshit. Madonna had, has no idea who Mona exchanges.
1: Well, she might, but she ultimately would not have the. Um, you know, it's got to go through record companies and directors, and you know, blah 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 blah. I mean, you could have delivered the most show-stopping performance ever and mm. the the video didn't work right or whatever now I mean I, I say that as a very wild like <laughs> does, is it gonna happen you being <laughs> <showstopping>, delivering <laughs> on uh, on set or on stage I, that is far that's a reach but
0: uh... <laughs> but you know I think a big thing with that video too ironically with our topic today is um, allegedly uh, it was going to get censored because you know the video was has had had a very um uh very what's the one looking for very um graph it was a very graphic video and it was it was speaking on something very topical it was about a club shooting and um a, when we were there there were rumors of like oh girl i heard that they're like not even gonna like they're not they're they're, they they want to pull the video before it's even been released because because they've heard the concept i don't know how true that is and how music works i don't think that's how music videos work but um yeah that they were allegedly gonna pull it because it was too graphic and it was too much i mean that's madonna constantly pushing the envelope she's like mm, let's go a little further
1: she pushes the envelope and makes money off of controversy, but sometimes it's empty controversy. So mm. um, you know there are many real controversies from climate change to <laughs> ending right. wars to. But she choo- cho- chooses ones that are, are seem to be for controversy itself.
0: Yeah. On that note, shall we transition to the headlines, money? Sure. Let's do it. Headlines. <laughs> Oh, my God. Bunny, these are very interesting things. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> have you watched Wendy Williams?
1: I've watched the TV show. I did not see the movie. Is it, isn't it called What a Mess or It's a Mess?
0: I, I don't even know what the subtitle is, but I, all I saw was on my little Lifetime app was the Wendy Williams movie. Um, my relationship was with Wendy Williams. I remember I was in middle school or se, maybe seventh grade seventh eighth grade or something like that when her um oh no no it's probably in high school like maybe like Nine hundred. When her talk show had the six week sneak peek, I watched it. I remember like watching it on TV. I, w- I remember watching her first episode, watching her come out, and I knew about her before because my mom used to listen to Wendy Williams on the radio when she would pick me up from JPD football practice, and um and that's what that was my intro to Wendy. And I remember I remember her saying like you know things like how like oh she's so crazy or she's so messy. So I don't know why I was intrigued as a kid to watch her fucking talk show. But by the way, I've always I've always been obsessed with talk shows. I love talk shows. Um, but so. so So yeah, I remember watching it. I remember being obsessed when I used to be. I used to watch her show every day um, um, when I could. And then later on, I like fell off. And then I I catch clips here and there. But Wendy Williams has always kind of been this crazy shock jockey she like was famous for like uh trying to expose ll cool j um uh, she talked about rupaul she she had that infamous whitney houston conversation where she was like kind of dog walking whitney houston and then years later a decade later when whitney died she was like Wh- whitney was my favorite my idol and i was like well really just you had a whole it's still on youtube y'all can probably look it up of her of Wh- whitney calling into the show and wendy williams being so controversial and same thing with mariah so she's always been this controversial person
1: well, it's not just controversial. It's cruel and it's hypocritical. Now, I get it that her shtick is a gossip and that mm-hmm. appeals to the lowest level that we are. Like if you don't have a talent yourself, then you might uh, you know, develop a talent talking about what other people do, right. um, which is in essence what we're doing here. <laughs> but, um, uh, the,
0: the, So you're saying that you're the Wendell Williams of drag
1: exactly Got it. Um, the, but the funny thing is about Wendy is now saying that she lives with a sober coach because of her own problems with uh, cocaine or crack mm-hmm. so while she was raking Whitney over the coals and you know this, th- th- she was actually you know a- aware of her own problems with coke or crack or whatever it was I mean she's yeah. she so she made her name for herself being vicious the whole how you do with the bent wrist is actually a gay thing insinuating how are you gay. Um, You know, so Joan Rivers was had very mean humor, but it was really funny. And I don't see Wendy's humor as funny. I see it as lowest common denominator. Mm. And she's come out and said things about men need to stop wearing oh, uh, yeah. skirts and heels. She claimed that Tupac pack was raped in jail. She said that Beyonce spoke on a fifth grade level. And, you know, I mean, listen, she has the right to say all of those things. Things. I just don't find it funny, and I think it's weird to watch her show. <laughs> like when she made it onto TV, first mm-hmm. of all, the look is absurd. She has okay, these the giant breasts. Okay, the look as in styling, or like said, what she physically looks like. Don't show like her, them like... off with anything. If, if you're gonna have big hooker breasts. Then why would you wear a jacket and a high yeah. neck blouse? She wore that every day. Now she's, you know, more relaxed about showing her boobs, but she got so it's like she, here's this 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 weird looking woman talking smack about <laughs> how how other people look weird or other people, you know, are, are are and it's like she looks weird. Like she made headlines where she has a new skinny waist, but she actually has no hips. So she's oh, really tough. She's a capital she's,
0: P. She says all the yeah. time, I'm, I'm, I'm shaking with her, capital P, girl. All my parties in the front and nothing in the back. She literally has no hips, no butt. It's the, but which, which you know, she got obviously got her tits done. And it's like, and again, to each his own. So whatever your choice is, whatever you like, whatever floats your boat. But, like, you'd think if you got these, like, massive fucking tits that you would, you know, get a little something in your ass or your hips to balance it at all in such a strange looking shape.
1: I don't know what powers that be decided this, but you don't put... <laughs> You don't get big boobs to wear high neck stuff and 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 jackets over it. That's like what that's what a hooker in church would do. (laughs) I would watch her show occasionally because gays were always going on about it. And I, I would look at the people in the audience and at first, before she'd really found her groove or whatever they were they would cut away to the audience but they weren't doing the right cutaways and the audience was looking puzzled perplexed really? you know shot yes i mean you know it's 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 like you know wow does your team not even know that the audience is looking like you know weird and, and so it's it's very much geared as is all uh daytime tv two housewives in middle America oh, damn. and I, I don't share that aesthetic because you know any comedian will kind of read the room mm-hmm. and and act like well you know like she got on to Jay-Z and Beyonce about not standing um, during the national anthem when the Colin Kaepernick thing oh did so she I don't like, remember yeah, that oh, oh she's had things to say why do there need to be to historically black you know colleges so she's kind of walking this line where she is conservative and saying the things that she thinks her audience wants to hear some of the time so it, it it always came off as as mean and not funny and kind of conservative. I mean, the thing about the thing about men not leave our our skirts and heels alone, that was considered transphobic or well, phobic. You
0: know I think that goes to a big conversation, which I I want to have some type of something discussing this. It's always been a very strange thing with black women and how that relates to homosexuality and and all that stuff. It's such a such a very I think a very in- interesting, intricate, and nuanced conversation is something I wanna have, obviously having a black woman present to, to speak for, not to all for black women, but to have that perspective, because it's always, as, of, as long as I've grown up, black women and homosexuality have always been this weird, thing so it's been this weird relationship and how they feel about it how they react to it and why do they hate it so much so obviously things are changing now acceptance yada yada, blah 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 everybody say love but it's still i think still something that's still very pervasive and no matter how far we progress i think it's still going to be something that should be that we should have a conversation and, and address about but in the in the documentary she well
1: i mean you have to say that that also that you know people who are churchy Whether they are black or white, Mm -hmm. they don't look fondly on homosexuality or trans people, and they think God created women. So if you follow the letter of the Bible, you know you may frown on uh, gay or trans, and this is not uncommon in the black community. A a large, um, you know, group does not favor gay marriage, and they're they're just traditional.
0: Yeah and then i mean but throughout throughout like like you said earlier throughout the documentary it's from like honestly from the first 10 minutes you see how crazy her addiction was like I mean at wor- at the stalls at work uh, smoking I mean doing all the cocaine and that was what she because she had like a like a problem as a kid with maintaining her weight and that's how she maintained her weight as an adult is just not eating and only doing cocaine and doing crack because that was giving her the energy and the rush and what she needed um, to get through her day or whatever and that was like her diet and it's throughout it's throughout the entire movie I will say throughout the movie though I wish Because Wendy Williams was like the head lead executive producer. She had like a lot to say about it. So I want to see someone telling Wendy Williams' story, not from Wendy's perspective. I want someone from the outside looking in or someone or, or Wendy not be a part of it to manicure it and curtail it to what she wants to do because even though we, she says yeah oh girl honey and I'm, I'm putting all my business out there yeah but it's still like all the things you want to put about your business like she didn't have anything about her kid um and there's just uh, her her second uh, drug relapse that wasn't really in there either so there was like there's like a lot I wanted to see and hear about Wendy that I didn't get because she's fucking executive producing it you know So that was a missed opportunity for me.
1: Well, I did not see it, and I don't have Lifetime, but was it good? Because I heard it was a fun hot mess. Yeah, it was crazy and wild, and
0: it was fun. It was fun. It it was it, it was fun. It was cute. It wasn't as. Deep and as real as I know lifetime movies can be, because bitch, I love a lifetime movie. Lifetime movies are everything, bitch. They are so good. They they put out like eighty nine movies a, a weekend, and they're always so interesting and they're so deep and they're so scary. But this was definitely a little more like a little softer than the typical lifetime, and because Wendy didn't want to put all her business out there, I think.
1: Right, yeah. right. Well, I mean, I knew that it wasn't going to be completely act- accurate when they. Chose a pretty actress to play her.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> uh, one would say Wendy was censoring her story, buddy. <laughs>
1: Listen, Regardless of what I think, she's extremely successful. People love what she does, and you know, yeah. If, if you love her, check out the movie.
0: Yeah, you guys. Should, yeah, check it out. Um, on the topic of censoring, I would say, when people were gearing for the new millennia, whatever that meant, I don't think they anticipated how important privacy and censoring would become. Of course, censoring has always been a thing. We all, we all, we we know this. Um, especially since Russia has been um, introduced into into the conversation back in the in the sixties, this is the fifties. When was the when was the Russian thing? People were scared about Russia.
1: Yes, the Red Scare. The Red Scare, you know, yeah, and the Cold War.
0: Yeah, so it's always been a thing, but now more than ever, I get... Don't, I, don't
1: Monet. Don't imply that just because I'm old that I'm well aware or informed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but but I think and it's oh, it, may also, it also may be because I'm becoming older. You know, I'm in my thirties now. I am not. I am just thirty. I'm not in my thirties. Really, i like just became thirty, so I'm not really there. Over the um, hill. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm becoming more aware of it, and I'm being more cautious of, and, and conscious of what the government is doing with my fucking information. How do you feel?
1: Well, obviously, the case for censoring Trump and getting rid of him on Twitter, Facebook, and all of these other uh, platforms from Shopify to some I've never heard of, are that he incited a... An insurrection at the Capitol Mm -hmm. and spread disinformation, mainly that uh, Joe Biden had lost to Trump. And the people at the Capitol were literally chanting, hang Pence, because they wanted to stop Joe Biden's. I mean, they're they're in the Republican Party, but they were hanging. They wanted to hang the the vice president, which I shouldn't laugh about because it is uh, serious. Yeah. So that's the argument for it—that Trump is uniquely dangerous—and I think that what we have to look at is that freedom of speech and and freedom from censorship is a is a widely held treasured uh, principle of the left. I mean, in 1977, there was uh, the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union fought for the right for actual Nazis in Chicago to go to a nearby town in Skokie, Illinois, where they had loads of Holocaust survivors and parade around with swastikas on their arms. Not because they were saying, we want you to do this and it's insensitive. Obviously, it's horribly insensitive. Mm -hmm. But you have a you you protect the right of free speech because who is deciding what gets censored that's where it gets sticky
0: yeah well i think as we all know a big part of that is you can you can have free speech but you can't. But I own my apartment. You can't. If I say you can't have your fucking free speech in my house, and you can't have it, go do your free speech in my hallway. Go do it in my elevator. Go do it in my block. But if you're in my home, I can say no. You can't fucking say that here. Get the fuck out. And I think that's what the nuance of it is. Like yes, you can have free speech. You can, you, you can say whatever you want. But Twitter is not your house. You are you, when you are on Twitter, you invited and in, in, you are invited into someone's home. So you can talk and say what you want. But if the owner of the house would be like, well, I don't. You, you can't say that in my house. Go say it's go. Say say it on go say that facebook house go say the instagram house but you can't say them in my house so you have to leave
1: right but but when you are whether i like trump or not mm-hmm. uh, trump is the president and it's this is a major way that people communicate now this is if, if you know, for example so the labor Secret, the, the labor editor of the worldwide socialist website was just censored after saying he, he he and other profiles of his were removed from Facebook permanently with no no attempt to he can't say anything they're just gone this happened to me too on Twitter after calling Bianca an archaic slang for lesbian lezer when I said I'm coming to do your show Jane mm-hmm. County our first uh, our second guest uh, was who was trans was shut off Facebook because. Um, she used a word that rhymes with granny that refers to trans people that was commonly used with Jay. So the the question is, who, who decides who is censored? Obviously, with me, Twitter has gotten it wrong. They just cut me off for uh, 12 hours the other day for saying mm-hmm. that uh, Bianca posted, apparently I'm a slut. And I wrote back, uh, no, you're a wannabe slut. Sluts get fucked. Mm-hmm. Now, every other comment said sluts. Uh, except and, and mine was the one that got shut out because it, that's, it said it was hate speech. Yeah. So I, I'm on Twitter and I said, check out our new podcast, Jasmine Rice Labasia, a friend uh, wrote, oh my god, I live or something and I wrote back whore, come sing on our show. When I logged back in, Beautiful they voice, said that the I'd used yes, I had, I had uh, uh, used hate speech yeah. in calling a friend Horror, which is common among the drag community, so it's like, where do you go with this? I mean, we we know that. Um, I mean, for for one thing, the 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 they shut down the UK's biggest left wing party as a result of this, you know, censorship kick just recently, um, banned from Facebook, banned from Twitter. These are people who speak about Black Lives Matter and Palestine. So it's the the censorship is going to be used by the establishment, the powers that be. Now the powers that be are Democrat. Now uh, before the powers that be were were Trump. Mm -hmm. So we have to be very. So they want to shut out voices who they consider to be on the edge. I I, do agree with that.
0: I do agree with that. I'm always going
1: to be on the edge.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I I agree with that. I I I think that sometimes the people, whoever is. Is making decisions like to 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 put you in facebook jail for saying whore or to ban you from twitter from saying slut like i think i think they're looking at two things like oh bunny is obviously someone who has a lot of reach like a lot of people engage with you because you are a public figure so like oh so 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 as opposed to i don't know uh uh cindy hollowell uh, who has two followers and who's saying slut they're like, well we don't care about what fucking cindy said we care about we care about what bunny says but again what you're saying is not damning so i don't understand why they're censoring that that's strange to well, me I'll- but on I'll Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that, I have seen a lot of um, Black Lives Matter leaders and people who have really great voices in that community. Um, Sonia Renee Taylor, if anyone follows her on Instagram, she posts quite often about how, like, she will post... Uh, she does, like, these like, IG stories. Where she, like, talks about, like, stuff about the movement and how you can, like, better affect the movement and how what you can do to help and change, yada, yada. And she posts often about them taking her stuff down, like, quite often. So I think there is a glitch in the matrix. And I think... What I think is that um, in terms of censorship and privacy and all that stuff and why places like Facebook and Instagram and and Twitter can kick you off and block you. Again, yes, it is a private company. They, They can do whatever they want. But as you're saying, Twitter. But now I think what these things are has morphed as especially with the with the president using twitter as his like primary way of communication with of the world so i think there needs to be some change in the maybe it's like deprivatizing twitter and to some capacity this is what
1: this is what progressives call for and this is what social media giants aim to have when they were starting out a place for free speech i mean but here's the thing about you know you saying you can't say anything in your house so not only has has social media you know morphed and you know maybe it will morph again to address you know people it considers dangerous Mm -hmm. like trump or socialists or black lives matter activists but it's it's. It has morphed into the only way that we can communicate in a pandemic. Right. It has morphed into a way that small business owners on Facebook interact with their clients. Right. It has morphed into a way that we get jobs due to Instagram followers. So if yeah. I say something that the drag community says to itself, uh, like horror, and they shut me off, this is uh, this is ridiculous. I mean, they are actually shutting down our voices, shutting down uh, you know, and 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 our our work opportunities. They are. Deplatforming us, so and and they're doing it. They're getting it wrong, right? Because horror, horror is how drag queens speak to each other. Leser is not a slur word. See, they're trying to go within the gay community, in probably in an attempt to to cut out words of bullying or harassment, but they don't know that Bianca is actually on my profile, in a photo with me, and that for a show that we're doing together, and that we both follow each other. A quick look at our history. Mm -hmm. would let you know that we are on there saying hateful and cruel things about each other's weight or wishing that we were dead or, you know, uh, you know, using, you know, rough language or whatever. So the the thing that that Facebook does do, and I know this from advertisers who get locked out, even though they've spent tens of thousands, these gay people party promoters mm-hmm. they put men in underwear up on there and yeah. Facebook will take them down sometimes based on a complaint from competitors so yeah. it's like the Facebook model is oh just look for words certain words or look for images and anyone can report them and we're not gonna investigate yeah. that Bianca and I may be friends or, or they don't Brandon care they're not,
0: they're not gonna they're not gonna take the time to do that like Dave uh, on Facebook and Twitter they've blocked they blocks my sometimes comments where By Bob and I go back and forth and I, uh, and, and I will like call them a nigga all of a sudden, and they will like block my comment. They will like put me in Facebook jail for 24 hours. Like that happens all the time too. So I'm saying, I think that the law needs to catch up with what that is and figure out a way to to succinctly make the right decision. Cause I get it why you would ban that word and why you would ban someone for 24 hours for using that word. They're also monitoring like hundreds of millions of people. So I get that it's a hard way to narrow in and figure out exactly. Okay. Let me, let's, let's look and see who this lady but like i don't think someone is actively doing that i think that your word i think that there's there's probably some algorithm for the amount of influence you have and reach and engagement and followers that with whatever words you're using and then it's like it's it's all done computerly i don't think it's someone i don't think it's someone sitting at the desk like bunny bunny good i don't think it's that i think it's all computer is done but through the computer
1: well, they, they are shutting down voices on the left, and when they uh, shut me off for 12 hours, I was uh, gunning for Medicare for All, mm. a progressive left goal. When um, I said to uh, Bianca, I'm coming to see your show, Leser Twitter chopped me off, said, you're, you're done. And it wasn't until a Twitter campaign um, you know came out and a few articles mentioned that they changed their mind and thought this isn't seditious. The only thing I was doing you know s- s- that was quote seditious is is
0: uh, fisting yourself, stumping
1: for stumping, <laughs> I wish I can't reach it because of my gut. Um, <laughs> the, the, um, is stumping for Bernie Sanders who is not seditious at all. He's yeah. a progressive. So yeah, know, I, the, <laughs> I think they're trying to shut out. Um, some other voices besides Trump, and we need to be very wary of that.
0: Yeah, and in our next segment, I'm look, we look forward to hearing what you guys think about that, and uh, what your thoughts are on censorship, and uh, what your experiences are with censorship.
1: And we won't censor you. <laughs> totally uncensored. <laughs>
0: On the serial app, and we're asking you guys if you have seen the Wendy Williams movie. What are your thoughts about it? And your thoughts on censorship? Have you been banned from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Are you are you for the Twitter banning Trump, or are you against it? Like, we want to know the full tea, and don't feel like you need to come in here and be politically pol- politically correct about how you feel about the stuff. Like, be give us your honest answer, and we not, will react we're accordingly. Not,
1: we're not politically right. correct.
0: So. Let's listen to the first uh, caller.
1: Hi, ladies and Bunny. Love you both. Um, <laughs> I love the Wendy show. I mean, like the thing is, or the Wendy's movie. I mean, the thing is, it gave me exactly what I like wanted from it. You know what I mean? Like, like we all love Wendy Williams. Like, I mean, she can be kind we of do, problematic, we do. but <laughs> at the end of the day, like we love her for being so, like, so willing to go there and ask those questions we all want to like actually know. So.
0: Bunny, you don't love Wendy, huh?
1: I, I don't love Wendy, but I like what the caller said that she does go there. I guess my argument as a comedian who also goes there and loves, you know, the Joan Rivers type comedians who really, really, really went there is that I don't, she goes there, but I don't see the wit involved, you know?
0: Yeah. It's kind of like yeah.
1: a, oh, she went there as a, as a ah, <laughs> I shouldn't have been laughing at this yeah. to me.
0: And, and with and, and with that token, he's saying that like she like she's not afraid to go there. Ironically, like I was saying earlier, I don't think she went there enough in the movie. I feel like there was a lot that we did not see that should have been like. There's a part in the, in, the, in the movie where she blatantly says, and I'm not talking about Kevin, meaning her son. She's like, and that's all, and like, like I'm not talking about him in this thing. I'm like, well that's part of your story and that's kind of like what we want to know. So I feel like there were parts she left out on purpose because she was like, I'm not, they don't need to know about all of that.
1: Well, but that kind of, it kind of defeats the purpose of producing your own life right. story because then you can leave out whatever you don't. Think is exactly.
0: Exactly. Let, let's listen to another call.
1: <laughs> when they Ooh.
2: banned that orange bitch from Grinder, that shit was so funny. Grind,
0: Oh wait! He got
1: grinder. He got banned from Grinder. Who did? <laughs> Trump. He got banned on Grinder. Girl, he got banned from Shopify. Did they really Shopify
0: as well? Like, is that for real? That is funny. How is he gonna buy his groceries now? I feel bad. Except that Not- he
1: doesn't buy his groceries. <laughs> <But> somebody does?
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, let's do another one.
1: Hi, Monet and Lady Bunny. Um, I recently was kicked off of Facebook for telling a lady that she deserved to be punched in her face because of the whole thing going on with Morgan Wallen. And she pretty much said that it was okay for him to say the in word. Of course, she was of the lighter pigmentation or lack of pigmentation, <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. So I, feel, I didn't feel bad for saying what I said because I meant what I said and I said what I said. But... Being kicked off of Facebook for saying that is bullshit and they really
0: need to change their policy.
1: Well, but if we're saying that Trump should be kicked off for violence and you were um, saying threatening violence, isn't that the same principle?
0: I don't I don't know the story as well, but I am assuming it is a woman who was saying that she was okay with someone calling a white woman calling a black guy a nigger on Facebook fucking facebook and it i agree i i don't think i me monet exchange kevin burton personally does not think that you should be banned but i'm sure the people who are regulate twitter and facebook found just cause in doing so but i think you are well within your rights girl and out and and you should do it again
1: (laughs) i mean you know trump spewed nonsense for years, and he wasn't, you know, yeah. banned. But the question is, when it is elevated to a threat of violence, it becomes something Civil that violence. I mean, you, you're, you're, you're not, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that, maybe that's how they, they, yeah. They did it but their rules don't always make sense.
0: Oh, they sure don't. And it's, it's sometimes it's very evident that they sometimes pick and choose who they want to land who they want to shadow ban all this stuff. It's like so crazy. Patty was. I agree. Patty's been telling me so many stories about how like they like shadow ban like queer content creators and artists and yet queer people may post art that may be a little more risque but it's definitely not as risque as fucking uh uh, uh kelly kelly van hoosen flashing her fucking titties and her pussy all over instagram but it, you know right. so it's, it they, they pick and choose and if
1: they pick and choose and their rules sometimes don't make sense i'm just playing devil's advocate yeah. here then you know no 100 i agree i can hate trust Let's and do, still respect the broader issue of free speech and not like to see it chipped away at. But many will agree that Trump is is an extreme circumstance.
0: Okay, last one, last call. Hey,
2: I love y'all so much. I just walked into the bathroom at work so I could ask this question. Um, I thought that the movie was really good, but I thought it was a little all over the place storytelling-wise. I feel like it was just sort of like memories that stuck out to her that she wanted to talk about. But I thought the documentary that came after was really, really good. Just like seeing her so raw like that. I thought the documentary was 10 times better than the movie. But I love them both. Love y'all.
1: Is, that, is that thank you for the call? Is that kind of like Untucked has got more action than Drag Race these days?
0: <laughs> I did not watch the documentary, uh, I, but I will watch it now. I've heard this comment a lot. People saying the documentary is way better than the movie, and I agree. The movie was all over the place. It was like it felt really, it felt like a manic episode. Honestly, a little bit to me, it was very like wild. That's what we're and like, oh, what's like? happening next? <laughs> To me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess that was all the calls we had time for this week. Thank y'all for tuning in once again to the stereo app. Bunny and I are here. Um, and we take your calls. So look for look out for it on Instagram. And uh, thank y'all so much for for your questions. All right, bunions, lady bunions, we have our
1: delicious delectable fine guest. Before you introduce this very well-equipped porn star, I want to make sure I get my sexy voice on. So hold on just a second. Um, oh, hello, boomer. <laughs> no, that's not it. Hello, boomer. No, that's <laughs> Nina West. That's definitely not sexy. Wait, I'm a little out of practice. <laughs> hello, boomer banks, porn <laughs> idol
0: and renaissance man. Y'all, please welcome the very charming Boomer Banks. Hi, guys. How are you? Thank you for having guys. me. Um, guys! <laughs> Boomer Banks, how are you, darling?
2: I'm oh, great, Monet, Bunny. I love you guys. How are you doing during these phenomenal times? You know, it's been such a great two years. And, uh, oh, no, actually, it hasn't <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Hoover, so obviously you are a porn star so you are you are naturally um a sex positive person um yes. how has in, in not naturally, and you'd, oh, oh, not naturally.
2: Of, and you'd be surprised at the amount of people that do this stuff and are very closed-minded or and or lack uh, uh any sort of um self-awareness of 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 things like being undetectable, um, you know, mm. just playing out being sex positive. Like, sex does not equal sex positivity, guys. I want mm, to reiterate that. Sex does not equal sex positivity. And you can be a sex worker and still be fucking closed minded as fuck. Because some of these guys, and I, uh, you know, I, I don't want to speak for the women or be, you know, misogynist, but some of these girls also just want their money and they don't care to understand anything in regards to any sort of uh, uh, sexual disease or
1: anything. Well, but what, what would be, some of these girls are very smart. What would be an example of, of someone in the sex industry um, who is having sex for a living, but who is not sex positive?
2: Gay for pay, gay for pay, guys. Okay. Um, so an attitude would be guys who are bi-curious, mm-hmm. who uh, realize that there's more money in the, um, in the gay industry, and they, they tap their legs into that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then they don't bother to understand uh, queerness. Got and uh, and stuff like that, and and it's very often the case. But, but this and has been a they eventually. Go, this, this has been a ahead. very
1: uh, hot debate for years because a lot of gay people are turned on by straight acting or straight guys. I mean, it's been a debate mm-hmm. over the go-go dancers for years because you know some of these yep. dancers are, are are brooding and sexy, and you don't know whether they're going to fuck you or they're going to kill you. In fact, they are not, uh, you know, uh, gay, but that turns a lot of gay people on so Um,
2: and i'm i'm from i'm from the like thought process that i'm going to give my money to my queer fellows Mm -hmm. um if you're gonna come and uh uh be a guest in our community um, and benefit from it um, monetarily. The least you can do is understand who we are as a people, and not just take, take, right. take, take. Right. take. I, I thought that. you meant I sex positive that.
1: in terms of you have healthy attitudes about sex that you're not a slut they if you have sex a lot. You know. Um.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it's a lot of things now, Bunny. It's a lot of things now, and and of course that is one of the main things in regards to, um, uh, you know, being sex positive is, is an awareness of, of, of big things. Like one of the big things is, um, HIV, you know, HIV positive, um, uh, an incurable disease, um, mm-hmm. that, well, um, and I, I, I was just featured on plus magazine. Um, I, I, it was my, uh, big coming out cause I had never really talked about it. I was outed by, uh, a blog when i first started Mm. they outed my name they outed my hiv status and it was a very traumatic experience for me yeah so where do you think that never to talk about where did did that come
1: from what 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 was the kind of blog is it 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 a gossip blog a porn blog i mean that's evil it was it was
0: some wendy williams shit
2: (laughs) right yeah it was very well so that's 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 the culture right it's like what's the t like let's tell the t on this person and then some people don't know how to, and I, this is a great segue to kind of what you wanted to talk about. And I wanted to talk about, Bunny, um, accountability as opposed to shame. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I mean? Uh, shaming people and help holding people accountable. Like I started the porn industry HIV positive for now. I've been HIV positive for 19 years. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started, it was still like over a decade and I had no shame in it. And obviously the people who were hiring me knew exactly what was going on with me. Yeah. The people that I was working with knew exactly what was going on with me. Uh, I only did condom porn at the time and, and prep wasn't, was barely kind of happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, it, it was still something that was not for someone else to disclose.
1: Oh no. Right.
2: It's like, yeah. it's like, 100%. it's like coming out. Like you, it's not someone else's you know it's it's mine it's mine to disclose and someone thought that it was theirs and um and it was gross and it was traumatic and and it kind of made me recoil and and i I felt bad because up until then i was just i I was very much an advocate for hiv and it took me a while before i got back into it but even then when i got back into it i would not talk about my hiv status Mm -hmm. i would just talk about my 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 advocacy in regards to it and um are there other
1: um, porn stars who have come out as HIV positive? Is this some? Is there a stigma against yep. this in the business?
2: It was obviously a, a huge stigma initially. It was just like, no more condomless porn. You know, all the studios, all these producers and directors who now do condomless, at one point were like condoms only. Yes, I remember. Um, and. and You know what I mean? There was a whole campaign, right? Now, all the studios, I I don't think there's, I I don't know of a studio that uses condoms anymore, because there's a self-awareness of prep, there's a self-awareness of getting tested Mm -hmm. frequently, there's a self-awareness, and that's sex positivity right there, right? But it took a while, and it's still sometimes a, a very interesting conversation to have with people. And there still are people in the industry that'll say, "I I, I won't work with someone who's HIV positive." Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so 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 please forgive my ignorance. So so when you so when you are doing a scene with a with a with a company, so obviously yes. um, you everyone's tested. You know everyone's status. Yes. And yes. so you can do list porn if like everyone is on prep and you test, or like how what, like what does that look like? So, because for all of us who so are listening, who have no idea. Like- yeah, like, yeah.
2: Right. So what it looks like is uh, the CDC released a couple of years ago um, uh, a, a study that that basically said undetectable equals untransmittable.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So so there is no way that me an undetectable man can transmit. Now if I got off my meds and I stopped using an, like my medication or whatever, I could potentially become detectable again. Right. Right. Yeah. But. I know my awareness. I have not not taken a pill, uh, my medication that I need to take um, for 19 years. Yeah, And that's just because that's just who I am as a person. I've been my own advocate. Like if you can not advocate for yourself, how the hell are you going to advocate for anybody else?
1: I've heard that somewhere and before.
0: So- Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, she didn't invent it. But
1: yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. We'll read that old half.
1: So, so, okay, So, uh, you know, I get it that you are responsible and that that, you know, you would not miss a pill. But just here's here's my reaction to someone who from I'm someone who does not. Uh, you know, take prep just because rubbers always worked for me. And not right, everybody doesn't right, like them. Everyone's right. different. Everyone's health needs are different. Everyone, you know, yes. whatever. Yeah. But you know, yeah. back in the day when I was dating a lot, guys would come up with the most ridiculous things to try to not get me to use a condom. I mean, the song and dance. I even right. had one guy say that he was going to send me a certificate of his bone marrow. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, so so I, I mean, that's oh, not fuck? the bone I was interested in. I didn't want to go inside the bone i just wanted the bone so but i want a condom on it and so it's like if you do stop taking the medicine. and listen people are humans they make mistakes in the same way that my generation made mistakes with condoms they can make a mistake because they're a messy person or bunny, you know whatever and not take it
2: it's not an immediate reaction you don't stop okay. taking your medication like for set for, for for example me that's been taking it for 19 years my uh, the the reason you take antiretrovirals on on a daily basis is because then it like in, inundates your blood, right? Yeah. So uh, every time someone gets a load for me, they're getting a load of antiretrovirals. I'm talking about people that like are off it for like six okay. months. Okay. All right. Got um, yeah. it, it, it. Stuff like that, but it, it's it's rare that nowadays people are like, I'm just not going to take my medication. Mm -hmm. Um, there's people that are, are addicted to drugs who then stop taking their medication. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. But also like, do you fuck tweakers? Like, do you fuck drug addicts? I try. uh, As the same person. as the same person, okay, well, then you have something to worry about and you should wear a condom.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, switching gears a little bit, uh, Boomer, to COVID. Now, obviously, OnlyFans has become OnlyFans, just for fans, my fans, yeah. your fans, his fans, her, 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 all, all the fans. Everyone all has fans.
1: Fans. fans. Only. Gr- only. <laughs> Only fans that's amazing. Oh, Ooh, I like only that.
0: that. Oh my god. Only Bands. I I'm, I I'm, I'm only fucking, the fucking niggas that make a uh, six figures. Only Bands, mama. Um how has the only how, how has the fans industry affected uh your industry? And are you part of the Only um, Fans community now?
2: I just started in March. So, oh. um I I do have I did have like a collection of stuff And before I had an OnlyFans, um, Austin Wolf started uh, a a site called For My Dot Fans. Uh, And um, it's he's you know, he's a queer man. It's owned by him. And I thought, like, I'm going to start. I'm going to start that way. So I started because, you know, they they have the bigger reach. Right. So Mm -hmm. and I knew that I wasn't going to be working for a while. So I, I started posting all these behind the scenes stuff that I had. And it, did, it it's done well. It's done really, really well, and I'm very um, excited. Um, it, it's been paying my bills, and I'm I'm really grateful. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's 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 impacting the industry in a negative way that people seem. Uh, to think that it it is um, I think that uh, as far as performer wise as a performer me having the rights to my own content is is beautiful me having uh, the the say of what goes up or or what I can take down or all this stuff it's I I think that's beautiful it's done really well but on OnlyFans they don't want to see production Hmm. you know what I mean like, yeah, yeah, like they want to when you, they see nitty gritty they want to yes. see like I, I've been doing all this public stuff like understall like they love that
0: shit yeah yeah OnlyFans I, I have to say I have I have subscribed to a few OnlyFans only because they've been guys I've been following on Instagram and then when I see OnlyFans link I'm like <gasps> I have to see what this is. And when you subscribe, yeah. it, I don't want to see something super produced. I don't want it to. I don't yeah. want to feel like I'm watching a Falcon or a cocky boys. I want to see, I want it to look like you took you, 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 you happened, you just happened, you just happened to have your iPhone. And you were like, that's yeah. what I want. I, that's the, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, we spoke yes. a little bit about how you have done some porn work that involved travel and, you know, your commitment to oh, testing. Yes. I would love to You talk know, about and, that. And, and I would just, yes. for people, you know, who are wondering how TV shows go on, I'm wondering how. Corn shoots, you know, go on and, and Monet and it's, our, work, it's basically yeah, the same. our work involves travel, too. It's so we're all trying to figure out our way to get back into the workforce after yeah. this ends.
2: Right. So it's basically the same thing, babe. Um, so I, I test here. Um, I let them know that I get a, a negative uh, test. I get um, I get my plane ticket. I get on the plane. Um, you know, I, I social distance on the plane. I get off the plane um, and then um, uh, I get tested again. I sit and I, I, in my hotel room and only interact with the people I'm going to film with um, uh, and whoever's going to film it. And it's not even a huge team anymore. At this point, you, know, you just need the camera person and the, uh, the two models and that's it. Jack. And that's how I've worked. That's how I've worked. Um, I've done maybe one, two, three, four, five, maybe six scenes since mm-hmm. COVID. And um, I have not gotten sick. Um, the other people have not gotten sick. Um, you know, and we also test for everything else, obviously. So we're basically treating this like an STI, but obviously, COVID a little step further. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we go out to eat, we still social distance, you know, and stuff like that.
0: Now, I have a question when they do the nasal swabs, are you guys putting condoms on those, or is or, or is that no, condoms <laughs> that? no Monet? Because then okay. we cannot get. <laughs> Got it. Okay, okay. Just, just double-check.
2: Honey, I, I, we are we, going we're going all raw Monet. <laughs> <laughs> it's what the fans want. It's what the fans need. <laughs> good, good. It, it, yeah. Bunny
0: and I, a few episodes ago, I, or our first episode, a few episodes ago, we only have three. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's delusional, oh and God. here is proof. Oh, no,
1: no. Monet is delusional. The first
0: episode we talked about uh, about gays over COVID and like yes, how you did. know a lot of them. I mean, uh, that that Instagram is kind of. <laughs> so shame yeah, a lot of I, went on, I went on,
2: yeah i went on a i went on a podcast called uh uh daddy issues and um uh it's uh run by a now friend named matt and his um his best friend named race cooper who used to do porn so i did their podcast and we went in on games over COVID, and this is why i went in on them. my whole thing was accountability as opposed to shame and when his platform blew up he did not bother to to, to de- define To his followers, what the difference is between accountability and shame. As a result, other things popped up and it it was actually, uh, uh, and I sent it to Bunny, it was a thing called uh, Boston Gays Over COVID and they started doxing people's HIV status.
0: Oh, God.
2: So uh, my whole thing, people were like, well, they're not related. Like, He doesn't run that. I I, I didn't say he did. Oh, so you think it's okay that these people went to, I didn't say that either. I'm saying that he did not take time to make people understand because people are going to think, oh, he's he's reading people, shade, blah, 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 yes, mama, like all this stuff um, about all these kids and not really putting his foot down saying, I'm trying to hold these people accountable, but I'm trying to keep these people responsible for our community. And also, he was on Good Morning, Good Morning America, and the nuance of that, it, like, it was lost on him like you literally were just, you just showcased all these people from our community being uh, 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 not following COVID rules. Mm-hmm. America's not going to look at that and be like, oh, uh, only those gays are bad. They oh yeah, all gays. the fags. All gays are bad. like this. is The problem. Yeah. The fags are
0: the problem. They're doing all the ba- all yes. the bad shit.
2: Exactly, exactly. And but and I understand that everyone's. In, what, what's so the, that was what's my the person whole gripe with it.
1: running the account? The one that went on uh, Good Morning America and the, also the one that. No. So nobody, nobody, nobody technically went on there. The
2: uh, whatever his name from Good Morning America brought
1: it. Okay, up. Okay, and this was the person who revealed s- someone's HIV status.
2: No. This. The, the, this was just gaze over okay. covid that was also oh, oh, so you're saying
0: good, mor- good, good morning good
1: america.
2: good morning america featured the meme account okay. he posted it on his
0: uh uh instagram mm-hmm.
2: oh look guys i'm on good morning america oh, oh gays over out-
0: covid posted it yeah, Gays oh, Over COVID. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, Gays
2: Over Code. Like, look, uh, we're on Good Money's America. Like, got we made it, it. or something. We, and I'm just but like, what is this? Well, going I'll on? tell you
1: what's going on is yeah. that people get internet fame from piling on. Well, now, actually, I true. went yeah. to the Gaze Over COVID page, page today, and they had a doctor called. At don't ask Greg, who was saying exactly what you've yeah. said, Boomer, accountability versus shaming. And and, 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 and but he's doing that
2: now. He's doing that now. Not, the, the meme account blew up. Okay. You know what I mean? Now, now, now I'm glad I'm glad that she's like putting people on there that actually have real facts and that like are talking about accountability But he didn't do that at the beginning. And as a result, something spawned from it. And it was this account that was calling people out for their HIV status, which is not okay.
1: Another interesting thing to me that you kind of took a stand about that obviously interests Monet and myself is that, you know, you come from San Francisco. Uh, You know, you came up around, uh, you know, a, a very nurturing drag queen who's famous in San Francisco named Juanita Moore who has her own scene and many people do. She's a mother, you know, without having necessarily a house. And, or maybe she does have a house and I don't know about it, but
2: so you, you, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She has her, her, some of her kids. Yeah. So,
1: so now sometimes I've noticed that, uh, people who are into porn, give you a negative response to photos of yourself oh, yeah, at drag events or, you know, with yeah. drag Queens. And now this actually goes back a long way.
2: So I really want to talk about this. I really want to talk about this because the progression of this is hilarious okay. to me. Um, not in a good way. Yes. In a good way, but in a way that like, okay, so this is what happened. So when I first, I, 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 when I, I was homeless when I was 18 and drag Queens and trans women uh, Hispanic and black trans women uh, and drag queens would let me sleep on their couches because mm-hmm. I had nowhere to go and they they weren't predators they, they 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 were always trying to get me to not do drugs and and be okay and all this stuff um, until I finally found a job and I was sustainable and I found a boyfriend that I could take hostage and I went to go live with him. Um, but then, um, uh, and that was like, cause I got sober when I was 24. So this was 18 to 24. Like that was like, my, my really dark drug years. Right. But right before that, you know, trans, I, I just owe so much to trans women's kindness and, and drag Queens kindness to me. Um, because they didn't have to, they, I was, I was, I, I weighed 120 pounds when I was 18. I was 5'11". Same. I was like a little Mexican, a little Mexican twink, like, and just unsuspectingly, they would just, they were just so kind. But also, they also taught me how to use my fucking words mm-hmm. right. um, to, to defend myself, you know, because I was like, they're like, if you're going to hang out with us, <laughs> you got to be loud, quick, and witty. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> And, um, and but they also realized like I didn't have the want to be in drag. I loved drag. I, 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 I I've been dressing drag queens and trans women since I was 18. And you sew also. So, my, you sew. oh, yeah. So, I went to school for, for fashion after that. So, fast forward, um, I started to, I started having a platform on social media and I post drag queens. I post about drag queens all the time. I post about Juanita. I post about, Monet before she was even on the show, uh, Bob before he was in. Like, I've been fans of all these queens before they were even on national television. And so I've been going and supporting their shows long before. So I'm not a fan of drag race. I am a drag fan. right? And more than that, even further, I'm a fan of my queer community. That it, it, Because the thing about, to me, for drag queens and trans women, they're the most strongest people in our community. They're like the the foundation of our fucking community to me. Mm-hmm. And so, um it just was natural for me to post about them. And yes, I got negative feedback at the beginning, which was like 8 years ago. Now, and, and this
1: is feedback, these now, are feedback from people.
2: All these boys, all these all these boys that had something to say because of their toxic masculinity, they're all friends with Drag Queens. They all are messaging Monet to be friends with them. They all want to take pictures. They all want to be in her videos. They, you know, any sort of attention that any of these queens give them, they're like yes, 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 because it's about the likes. It's interesting that you call it. But like, what the fuck? What what do you know about drag? What do you? How, how often did you, like, support these girls? Do you go to local drag shows? Well. Do you, do you know any of your local drag queens like so these kids it's all performative to me now that it's funny to me I think it's great and I hope that they start actually liking the art and realizing what these queens bring to our community um, but the reality is most of them it's just like a, a, a performative situation well mm-hmm. but and and now they're painting their nails right. now oh, they're, okay. they're they're putting because, on l- a
0: lacy underwear oh, because it's in now, now right.
2: it's okay to be feminine oh well, yeah being feminine is in being
0: feminine is so but i think think that's a little tricky in that i think that societally i think that people are being more comfortable to wear nail polish and stuff like that a a really good friend of mine we were doing some stuff yesterday and he's a very you know uh you know for you know if if i didn't know he was gay i wouldn't assume he was gay like he's very that and he had nail polish and i was like work and he was like yeah i just i wanted to get a manicure and i was like good for you like fucking live your life i I don't don't think it's the drive thing i think that people societally were just more comfortable with our sexuality no, it and what is that you guys like.
2: it is It is drag race baby it was drag race that spearheaded all of people um, uh, being comfortable with their femininity I, not I, drag race specifically
0: I don't think I honestly oh, don't think baby. so oh baby
2: well, why not? What, what what other? I mean, it's part of it, but I don't think
0: it's show. only Drag Race. I just think societally so, we are like yes, sexuality is not told. this weird thing anymore. Sexuality is more. Uh, we are sexuality has been liberated in the past ten years, and I think but that's also, a bigger conversation. Go
2: that. on Grinder and see how many of those um, uh, profiles still use the word mask. But then you see them in real life, and they're feminine as fuck. Right. So they still want to portray this, like, sexual situation, which is masculine, mm-hmm. but they live their lives differently. So to me, it's a little performative still, and they still haven't, like, and I hope they do. I honestly hope that they start being more comfortable. Um, and it wasn't until a national, you know, television was on, a TV show that was on, that that people started being comfortable with that but since this is an interesting
1: um, attitude because number one is it okay to be a mask gay guy masculine uh who is not into drag does that make you yes. toxic because this is a really old conversation no, that it goes it doesn't. back to when you know, they, they do not it
2: doesn't if you're being genuine about it if you're being genuine about who you are as a person by no i know i know men who are not into drag race, and I just don't bring it up, or just drag, period, or any of I'm that. I'm a stuff.
0: drag
1: queen, and I'm like, not into drag not- race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
0: yeah. I mean, like, I'm like, would you, you like, you like what you like, and if you like drag, and I mean, again, I'm not, and- I'm not arguing. I do know that there are a lot of people who are performative. They do, they do it all so they can be like, you know, um, oh, um, yeah, girl, I'm friends with Bianca. Oh, yeah, girl, oh, Bob loves me. Like, I, I do know those people. I, I, do know those guys, but I don't. You get think, them all the time, but, yeah. I, but I don't think being comfortable with your sexuality is. Is is attributed only because of drag race, and I don't think that not liking drag or drag race makes you toxic.
1: <laughs> so look, there's an older idea in the gay community um, where a drag queen was at one time not welcome at leather bars or bars that were that were yeah. there to simply cruise. What I always thought of that as is these guys are in a hyper-masculine environment where they are guys there to meet guys. And so maybe part of their mind would gravitate towards drag queens in other settings, but not in this heavy male-only cruise zone. And I'm not against them having their male cruise zone. So I'm talking about not porn stars, but I'm talking about porn viewers and fans of yours. Are they looking at you and wanting to see your big cock and then looking at you and seeing pictures of drag queens or saying you know oh this episode was so for example really quick it's, it's two really sides quick. of I the wanna, mind I, I want two different I want to give you a great okay. example
2: I did my scene I did a scene with a trans man for the first time a few years ago and I got the most disgusting response. People's minds are so closed off to, to, to the way that our queer community is progressing. I had sex with a man who mm. happens to have a bonus hole. Like, end of story. I, I, and then and I got people like, oh my God, I'm not a fan anymore. You just fucked pussy. <laughs> like, why are you with I women? Can't. And I was like, What? And literally James St. James wrote a whole article about my response because I was like, if you feel this way, if you remotely think this way, you need to unfollow me right now Mm because I do not want you as a fan. I don't care to have this kind of stuff on my timeline. If anybody says anything in response to this. And since like and she wrote a whole James St. James wrote an article about it. And uh, I'm just I, I, I I was with the man
0: end of story that's crazy it's like if you if you don't like this if you don't like the scene then don't watch the scene like smart turns i have i follow that they may be i don't know fucking a colostomy back i'm like well not into that so i'm not gonna watch this episode <laughs> but i'll catch the next one like what like if it's yeah. not your thing then don't watch it it does
1: seem odd to take you know boomer to task but see when we're in a a, a turned on zone you know, um, and and we're not turned on by pussy. A different part of our brain is saying we have to respect trans men as men. Gender uh, has exploded and has being accepted in, in new ways. But I mean, you know, I, I, I am not transphobic because I say that I would rather see a scene with two, you know, guys that have penises. I mean, I'm I'm not, you 100%. know
2: no that makes sense that makes sense no that makes sense but like uh, i've had people that like then have you know, ran through my OnlyFans and then seen that, and they're like, "Wow, I didn't realize how turned on I'd be by this."
1: Oh, I know guys that have okay. done the same, and, and the, the, I mean, they've been gay, yeah. completely gay, all their lives, and they tried it and mm-hmm. they liked yeah. it. But I mean, for someone like me, but, but this, here's the thing. you want to, you say there's an extra there, hole. There if thing. they said there's an extra hole, if I'm someone who's not, not looking for a hole, I'm looking for a penis. So, I mean, right, that's a little bit different. We all want right, what right, we right. don't have. Have. <laughs> is that why you want talent, but, Monet? So...
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a it's a very tricky situation, and 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 you you're right, Bunny. Like when you're in a mindset of something like that, you want to see like, and it, it takes you out of that mindset. But also, uh, Monet was saying um, uh, we're entering a time where sexuality is very fluid, mm-hmm. right? And, and 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 it's not a tribute. I I, I, I think I uh, came in too strong. It's not attributed because of Drag Race, but it, it 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 a lot of these things being shown in in, in, a, in a in a public level is allowing kids to be more comfortable with who they are and yeah. their feminine side. Sister Roma calls drag queens and porn stars the cheerleaders and uh, uh, football stars of of the gay community. <laughs> Um, and, um, and and it makes a lot of sense, right? With the gay community, that's like. And they're, bunny's they're... the water
0: boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, that's funny! Um, <laughs> but bunny, that was funny. You better laugh.
1: No, I'm withholding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. well, Boomer, this has been such a great conversation. I'm happy we had you here yeah. today. And, and
1: um then where can they see you? We we wanna, you know, let people know.
2: Uh on Instagram, BaconLBR, um, on OnlyFans, Boomer Bank. Okay. Um, on Twitter, boomer underscore banks. Um, I have, uh, we didn't even talk about this. <laughs> I'm also a fashion designer. I have a gender fluid collection called banks with two K's.com. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, yes. um, and yeah, uh, that's pretty much, I also have also, which I, I have my own podcast that I'm starting up again. I have one season of it. It's on, uh, all the pods and uh, it's called boom box with three X's okay. and, um, And uh, we're starting it up again in February.
1: Thanks for coming on, and because this gives me such a thrill to say, okay, Boomer, from a Boomer. I'm a real Boomer. (laughs) I mean, if I was, Boomer, if I was working with a comedian here, they might have thought of that, but uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Boomer. This is really fun. not the news uh, this is for a new segment that we're adding called definitely not the news And this week china rolls out anal swab coronavirus tests saying it's more accurate than the throat method bunny how do you <laughs> feel about this
1: well, I heard that your doctor was gonna try it out on you, but when you turned around, he said, "I'm gonna need a bigger swab."
0: <laughs> I mean, that's legit, though. I got a lot of surface area. My thing <laughs> is that. Well, have you ever done? There, there's one where they scrape your throat first, and then they go into your nose. So whatever's behind in your throat is now in your fucking nose. And is just. Is it just the butt? Like, are we doing the butt then the nose, or the nose then the butt, or then the butt? I, I then would the do throat, the, nut, and
1: the nose. I would do the nose before the butt. If, I, if you only had one swab, do the <laughs> nose first.
0: Yeah, you know, and you, you typically don't wipe, so it would be kind of strange. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, mean, would you, if, if you were going to a place, which one would you take? Would you take the nose, the throat, or the butt?
1: I would say whichever one is most effective. I mean, there's another new test, which is related to anal. You stick a finger up your ass as deep as you can, sniff it. If it smells like shit, you're negative. If it has no smell, you're positive.
0: <laughs> oh, I think the more and more coronavirus goes, the more and more ridiculous these tests are going to get. Soon they're going to be like, just hold a stick and think happy thoughts. And if you and and we'll see if you're positive or negative. It's just becoming crazy and crazier. But I guess we'll see eventually where we land with this mess. All right, bunny.
1: Episode three.
0: No, what a fun conversation, what a fun episode. I'm so happy to do this with you, Bunny, I really am. We were
1: both very polite, weren't we? We didn't like, you know, come off as overly, desperate sluts that we are you know we want to respect our guests we've got many exciting guests coming up yes, we on, do, on man, future bro. episodes and they're so exciting that we haven't confirmed them yet <laughs> 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 but honey even but if you... they're dull Monet and I's unique style of interviewing will make sure that they get the best interview <laughs>
0: until next time y'all be safe stay healthy and we'll chat with you soon